was a different kind of Passover, to say the least. Uh, I remember right when we sat down, Philip leaned over to me and he whispers, Hey, Thomas, I feel like something special is going to happen tonight. <laughs> I looked at him. I said, I doubt it. I was wrong. <laughs> Jesus got up from the table. He, he walked over and grabbed a basin of water and a towel. And I remember at the time thinking to myself, what's Jesus doing with the foot water? You know, I doubt he's going to wash somebody's feet. <laughs> I was wrong. He knelt down and began to wash Bartholomew's feet. Bart just sat there. He, uh, he didn't say anything. He didn't move. None of us did. Jesus finished and went on to James and Andrew and the rest of us. I remember at the time thinking, this is so strange, yet wonderful. And then I thought, I doubt anybody's going to say anything right now. I was wrong. You know who broke the silence? Peter. No way you're going to wash our feet. I mean, that's what I told him. He could wash other people's feet, but he wasn't going to wash mine. I looked at him and I said, Jesus, you're not going to wash our feet. I mean, you're the king. And he looked at me and he said, well, then you can have nothing to do with me. And I'm like, ouch. Okay, wash my feet, wash my hands, wash my whole body if you have to. He looked at me and said, no, your feet will be fine, Peter. In the midst of him washing our feet, he teaches us servanthood. Then Jesus took some bread and some wine. He blessed it and he served it to us. He said it was a, a new covenant with his blood. And he said, um, tonight all of you will lose faith in me. I remember thinking right then, lose faith in you? Never. But I didn't say anything. I just sat there. I couldn't just sit there. I had to say something. So I looked at him and I said, Jesus, I love you. You can count on me. Everybody else may fall away, but I will not. You can count on me. He looked at me and he smiled. He said, Peter, you'll deny me three times for tomorrow morning. Ouch. The next thing I knew, we were wrapping things up and we were headed to the garden to pray. Once we got to the garden, um, it's, it just got crazy. Um, Jesus asked Peter, James, and myself to go further in the garden with him and pray, and we did. We tried. We kept falling asleep. Um, Jesus kept waking us up. I remember one time he said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's true. It's all a blur. Uh, <laughs> I think this whole mess got started because of Judas. Did he really think what he was doing was right? There. There he is. He's the one you want. The one praying by himself. Now the others, they will come up and try to create some scene. But the one that I kiss on the cheek, that's the one you want. Now 30 pieces of silver, right? That's what we agreed upon. 30 pieces. Forget about the rest. The one that I kiss on the cheek, that's the one you want. A kiss? Jesus betrays Jesus with the kiss of a friend? Uh, and then it, it got crazy. Uh, Peter <laughs> Peter grabs a sword and he, he cuts off this guy's ear. And Jesus, Jesus reached down and picked it up and put it right back on the guy's head. 
as if nothing had happened. And then, um, and then they took him. I'd love to tell you that we fought for him, but we didn't. Everyone ran. I ran. I'm so ashamed. What have I done? What have I done? Was I so stupid to think that I've killed him? I've killed him. I've crucified Jesus. I crucified Jesus. It's what the crowd wanted and that's what they got. And personally, I don't feel like that man did anything to deserve that, but I was just a soldier doing my job. When the governor gave his sentence, that's when I would go to work. I loved that job. I felt like I was administering justice every time I nailed someone to a tree. That man, that man didn't deserve that. Didn't make sense to me. It makes no sense. There I was, rotten in a jail cell, for stealing, murdering. You name it, I've done it. And I knew the next time I stepped foot outside that jail cell, well, and that was it. So the guards, they came and got me, and they put me beside this guy that was beaten to a pulp. Then Governor Pilate started asking the crowd, which one of these men do you want me to set free? I mean, it was obvious. I mean, the crowd, they're going to say, let Jesus go. And then I was going to tell them where they could go. And then the crowd, they started chanting Barabbas. I mean, I mean, they were saying my name. They were saying my name over and over and over again. The guards, they threw me to the crowd and, and, they, and they took Jesus to Golgotha. I mean, one minute, I, I am a man marked for death. And then the next, I'm, I'm free. It made no sense. So I followed him all the way to Golgotha. I was stationed at Golgotha that day. We just raised the second criminal when they brought him to me. I'll never forget the way he looked. He'd been beaten, spit on, whipped. He was unrecognizable as a man. Hideous. What was left of his clothes were stripped off of him and he was thrown down on the cross. That's when I went to work. Generally, when you crucify a man, the first hand is the most difficult. The criminal wants to get away, he fights you. So I would have two soldiers hold him down, but this guy, he didn't put up a fight. I just thought he was exhausted. As an executioner, I've been called every name in the book. I've had men yell at me, plead with me. But I wasn't prepared for that. He looked at us. He looked at me. 
And he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. He forgave me. Forgive them. He said, forgive them. Who is he? Forgive. Should have been me up there. I was the one that was supposed to be hanging on that cross. He took my place. Then I looked up, and I remember he took a uh, deep, agonizing breath, and he said, It is finished. And then he died. each of us know we should be saying it should have been me. I was raised in a family of four children and compared to my younger brother Jay I was a good one. They tell me that Jay could walk by a bookshelf and without moving his hands everything could fall off the shelf. Jay's the one that caught the field on fire. Jay's the one that took the garden hose and sprayed it through the neighbor's kitchen window. So next to Jay, compared to Jay, I was the good one. Compared to my father's expectations, I wasn't so good. So one day my mom found Jay and me doing things we shouldn't be doing. And she gave us that speech that many of you have probably heard before that ends with, wait till your father gets home. And so my father arrived, and he invited us into the execution chamber. (laughs) We begged, we pleaded, we promised. And then he pronounced sentence. We still pleaded, oh, please, no, never again. We'll, we're, we will be so good. While he slowly pulled his belt out of his pants. I was the older one there, so I would be the first one. And then my dad did something that I'll never forget. He pulled his shirt off his back. I thought to myself, he's going to work up a sweat beating us. And he reached out because he would take our hands because he knew if he didn't grab our hands, we would run when he'd start. So he grabbed my hand and with his other hand, belt in that hand, he reached over and handed me the belt. And he said, I want you to spank me. I said, what? He said, I want you to spank me right across the back. I said, I can't do that. He said, no, you're going to spank me. I said, I can't do that. You didn't do anything wrong. I I want you to spank me. I said, I can't do that. He said, there must be punishment. It's either you or me. I said, it can be you. (laughs) So I reached over and I just gently tapped him. He said, no, hit me hard. 
So I hit, a little, hit him a little harder. He said, no, harder. And he made me hit him until I could see him begin to flinch. I cried. He cried. When he finally let me stop, he turned to my younger brother and said, it's your turn, and we went through the whole thing all over again. And then with us all crying, he reached out and pulled us both in, and he said, never forget, this is what Jesus did for you. So next to the people we're seated by tonight, we may be the good one. But when it comes to our Father's expectations, we're probably not so good. And the scripture says that the Father will arrive. And because of what we've done, that all of sin and come short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death, we'll be invited, invited into the execution chamber. We'll plead and we'll beg and we'll say we'll never do it again, but you know we do. And so then, sentence is pronounced. And then the most amazing thing happens. With his back bared, he hands us a whip and he says, now you punish me. The prophet Isaiah described it this way, yet it was our weaknesses he carried It was our sorrows that weighed him down, and we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Jesus took our punishment. But the scripture says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. On Friday, he says, Father, forgive them, and he does. On Friday, he says, it is finished, and it is. Because he has punished for us, his life is in us. And that's why this is a Good Friday. Because today we remember, it should have been me.
grace that redeems, grace that releases me to worship, grace that repairs visions and dreams, grace that releases miracles, what he did for us. When Jesus said, it is finished, literally it means paid in full. That which we have done in rebellion against God and that which we have done to offend him and others was placed on him at that moment. providing a way for the forgiveness of our sins. And tonight, if you sit here feel, still carrying guilt about those things you've done, by simply just saying, Jesus, I put my faith in you, that you paid for my sins, please forgive me. He'll do that right now. Guaranteed. That's why he died. See, don't try to earn it. Don't try to deserve it. It's a gift. You can't do penance for it. It is only a gift. 
And see, the good part of all this, too, is that when he said it is finished, it also meant for us it's not over. Jesus' death is not the last word. Life comes out of death. Paul the Apostle would write that for those who are in Christ Jesus, the old life is dead, but the new life has come. And Jesus made this amazing statement as he sat at that, at that Passover meal. He said, now I will not drink this cup again until we do this together in the place that I have prepared for you. Meaning that he will live and you will live. And so tonight we've come together to recognize what he did on that Friday, but understanding that it was only the beginning of a life that he has planned for us and that the day will come that all of us, because of our faith in Jesus, will be with him as he drinks from that cup again. And he said, until that time, when you gather together, drink of that cup. Remember, take that bread, which is my body, and and take that cup, which is the blood of a new covenant. And tonight we're going to do that to confirm our forgiveness and reaffirm our new life in him. And so in just a moment, those who are going to distribute the elements are going to come, and as they do, we're going to ask you to take a wafer and a cup and hold it till everyone has received. We're community, so we're going to take partake together. And just hold it while we worship together, and then after we have distributed the elements, Pastor John Bowers is going to come and lead us in the partaking together of those elements. And so as you hold those elements... And we want you to worship. I'm going to invite those who are going to distribute the elements to now come. And as they do, and as they distribute these elements, no matter what you face right now, remember when Jesus said, it is finished for us, it means this, it's not over. It's not over. It's not finished. It's not ending. It's only
God, it's not over. That night uh, that uh, he shared the Last Supper, Paul writes about it in 1 Corinthians 11, and he said that which the others received, he also received from the Lord, and that he encouraged them to know that it was for not just them, but it was for everybody as he was also given. This wasn't just something that happened for the Jews, it happened for every one of us. Each one of us were just as guilty as anyone else for him taking that cross for us. And as he took that, he said on that last night, he saw Jesus, as he was caught up in the spirit, he saw Jesus take that bread. And he said, this is my body, which was broken for you. He said he gave thanks. He gave thanks, Hebrews tells us, knowing what was before him. He gave thanks even in advance because he saw what it meant for you and I. He was willing to endure the pain and all that it took so that you and I could be free. He did that, but it only becomes real to you when you both receive it and believe it. As sure as John 1, 12 says, as many as received him to them gave me the power to become sons of God, even to those that believe on his name. Tonight, we're not just taking a sacrament. We're we're receiving it in thanksgiving, even as Jesus gave thanks. We're going to join with him and for what he's did and say, thank you, Lord, for your broken body. It's working in my life today. So let's receive it in faith. And in the same manner, after giving thanks, he reached out and took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant, my blood, which was shed for the remission of sins. Thank God for that. But he handled both of those in the, in the same dinner. That he, he was beaten for that by his stripes that we might be healed. Isaiah tells us that in that same beating, he endured the iniquities of us all and the chastisement of our taking. He took the chastisement so we could have peace. But he shed his blood that we could become one with the Father, one with the Son, even as he prayed. But if you just drink it like I did for so many years, just religiously, it made no difference in my life. But when I became a believer and received it in thanksgiving, the eternal blood that continues to cleanse, not only has saved, but continues to cleanse. He said, as often as you do it, as often as you partake of the bread and drink of the cup, do it in remembrance until I come again. So today we look back in hindsight, but it's better that you look ahead in foresight because it's whatever you're going through tonight, even as the song said, as Pastor Jack mentioned, it's not over. Whatever painful situation or stressful situation you might be in right now, His broken body and the blood of Jesus Christ declares that it's not over. I am coming again. Thanks be to God. He's coming again tomorrow. He's coming again in in, in every future event, but he literally is coming again as well. So we declare today, Father, we thank you for the shed blood of Jesus Christ, our sacrificial lamb. Jesus, we declare our love for you, and we receive it in faith and in thanksgiving. Amen.
we're so grateful for what you've done this evening. Father, we thank you for the privilege of being able to gather together as a community of believers. And Lord, we thank you that it is not over. It did not end on Good Friday. Easter morning was coming. And so, Father, tonight we thank you that you'll give us eyes to see. Father, to know that you are the God of resurrection. You're the God of life. You are the God of new beginnings. And Lord, we we trust you for that. And we're so grateful for that tonight. And now I pray for each of you that the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, that he will make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you to Erie First for allowing us to gather together. Have a wonderful Easter. 